Isaiah chapter 48. Listen to this, O house of Jacob, you who are called by the name of Israel and come from the line of Judah, you who take oaths in the name of the Lord and invoke the God of Israel, but not in truth or righteousness, you who call yourselves citizens of the holy city and rely on the God of Israel, the Lord Almighty is his name. I foretold the former things long ago. My mouth announced them and I made them known. Then suddenly I acted and they came to pass. For I knew how stubborn you were. The sinews of your neck were iron. Your forehead was bronze. Therefore I told you these things long ago before they happened. I announced them to you so that you could not say, My idols did them. My wooden image and metal God ordained them. You have heard these things. Look at them all. Will you not admit them? From now on, I will tell you of new things, of hidden things unknown to you. They are created now and not long ago. You have not heard of them before today. So you cannot say, yes, I knew of them. You have neither heard nor understood from of old. Your ear has not been open. Well, do I know how treacherous you are? You are called a rebel from birth. For my own name's sake, I delay my wrath. For the sake of my praise, I hold it back from you, so as not to cut you off. See, I have refined you, though not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I do this. How can I let myself be defamed? I will not yield my glory to another. Listen to me, O Jacob, Israel, whom I have called. I am he. I am the first and I am the last. My own hand laid the foundations of the earth and my right hand spread out the heavens. When I summon them, they all stand up together. Come, listen, together, all of you. Which of the idols has foretold these things? The Lord's chosen ally will carry out his purpose against Babylon His arm will be against the Babylonians. I, even I, have spoken. Yes, I will. I have called him. I will bring him, and he will succeed in his mission. Come near me and listen to this. From the first announcement, I have not spoken in secret. At the time it happens, I am there. And now the Sovereign Lord has sent me with the Spirit. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you, who directs you in the way you should go. If only you had paid attention to my commands. Your peace would have been like a river, your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your descendants would have been like the sand, your number like its numberless grains. Their name would never be cut off nor destroyed from before me. Leave Babylon, flee from the Babylonians, announce this with shouts of joy and proclaim it. Send it out to the ends of the earth. Say, the Lord has redeemed his servant Jacob. They did not thirst when he led them through the deserts. He made water flow for them from the rock. He split the rock and water gushed out. There is no peace for the wicked, says the Lord. This is the reading of God's word. In the previous few chapters, he's been depicting the 
inevitable destruction of Babylon from their enemy Persia and the King Cyrus, and he even mentions him again as the Lord's chosen ally here in verse 14, will carry out the Lord's purpose against Babylon. He will succeed in his mission of destruction. Um, but now this chapter mainly is, is focused here on the um, people of Israel who are exiled or maybe depending on when they read this, um, either in exile or um, will soon be in exile. But this is speaking of their stubbornness. This is God saying, hey, I have been patient with you. I have called you. I have, I have foretold of your destruction, but you did not listen. You were a stubborn people, a stiff-necked people. Your forehead was bronze. I don't know what that means. I'm sure it means something. I told you these things would happen. And then he gets them off. So he says, so you can't say that my idols brought this on. No, I brought it on. I told you from before I was going to. But then he turns the page and he says, but I'm going to tell you of new things. And I, th I think one of the things this is at least referencing to is the multiple songs of the servant coming. The servant of the Lord in chapter 49, in chapter 51, in chapter 53, the servant songs. Um, but there's one coming, and maybe that's the new thing um, that, he's, that he's talking about here. Um, I'd have to look that up. Um, but he goes into um, a little bit of, of you know, why he's doing this. I, I'm forsaking, I'm delaying my wrath for the sake of, of my praise. I hold it back from you. Um, you know, when we say in the Westminster Confession of Faith, what is the chief end of man? It's to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. Like, this is the Lord's world. We are here for Him. That is not some, like, egotistical um, you know, we, we are here because he's just so lonely, he needs our praise, or he's so desperate for our attention and for the world to, to give him glory. That's not what he's saying. <laughs> um, he is the creator of this earth and the creator of humans. He knows how we work. And the glory of the Lord deserves to be spread, and, to, and the Lord deserves his glory. And the glory of the Lord comes with peace and it comes with righteousness. Like this is what we all want. If we all were to know the glory of the Lord, there would be no injustice and there would be no idolatry and there would be no lack of peace. I think this is what he's saying. I'm the Lord who teaches you and teaches the nations and directs you in the way to go. If you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river, your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your descendants would have been like the sand. Like When we are attaching ourselves to the purpose of the glory of the Lord, good things happen. Good things happen when we walk in obedience. 
there is, there is a certain peace that passes all understanding. And there is a certain level of righteousness in which we walk in, righteousness and justice in which we walk in. Making, making what was not right, right. And so he says, come together, all of you, and listen to these things. He's announcing something. Something new is happening. And then he references to um, the, the time. I'm going to flip back, actually. I think it's in Exodus 17. When he says here in verse 21, They did not thirst when he led them through the deserts. He made water flow from them from the rock. He split the rock and water gushed out. This is in reference to Exodus 17. In the midst of their... Uh, they've, they've been delivered from the hands of the uh, Egyptian um, slavery, Egyptian leaders. And they've crossed the Red Sea and in a miraculous way. And now they're wandering and God provides them with manna. And then they continue to complain. And, he, and it says in Exodus 17, the people quarreled with Moses, give us water to drink. So Moses replied, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you not put the Lord to test? But the, th but the people were thirsty for water, and they grumbled against Moses. Why did you bring us out here to die? So then Moses cried out to the Lord, what am I to do with these people? They're almost ready to stone me. And the Lord answered Moses, walk on ahead of the people. Take with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go. I will stand there before you by the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock, and water will come out of it for the people to drink. So Moses did this in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he said to the people, Is the Lord among us or not? And so in the same situation, he's drawing parallel. The Lord has redeemed his servant Jacob. The Lord has redeemed Israel just as when I redeemed you from the hands of your Egyptian um, sl slave masters when you were in captivity in Egypt and you escaped and you grumbled and you were thirsty, did I not provide? And he's almost saying here in the same way in your captivity to the hand of the Babylonians, you will escape and I will provide but there will be no peace for the wicked. So this is where we're at today. A daily reminder to be pressing back in to the promises of the Lord, to the commandments of the Lord, to the comfort of the Lord, for He is a God who provides. He provides in miraculous ways. He provides in ordinary ways. He provides us with companions and friends. He provides us with structure and rhythms. He provides us with purpose. He provides us with dignity. He provides us with love. He provides for us everything that we need. So seek first His kingdom. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank You for these promises. Um, you have you foretold these things to Your people um, but they did not listen. 
And all throughout your scriptures, you have foretold to us the way unto to death. Sin is the way unto death. Idolatry is the way unto death. Injustice is the way unto death. Lord, would you help us listen? Would your spirit alive in us awaken us to your words and to your news? Lord, would we magnify and glorify your name? Jesus, we thank you that you are a friend of sinners, that you entered into our mess to deliver us out, that you became the suffering servant, which we will soon read about, suffering in our place. And the Lord, in the midst of our suffering, would we be reminded of, of your companionship in that, be reminded that you are the water of living uh, the, the living water that was struck open for us that we might be nourished. Lord, we pray all this in your name. Amen.